0: Well, hello everyone, and welcome back to the Anchored Family Ministry Podcast. Today we have two dedicated staff members. Myself, Daniel Noondorfer. Myself and Daniel Noondorfer. I guess I said that weird. <laughs> Made it sound like myself <laughs> is Daniel Noondorfer. This is Paul. I'm Allen. Paul Allen. No. <laughs> I'm Paul. That was Daniel. And we are hanging out. This will be coming out actually after Christmas. Yep. Hard to believe. Because at this point, Christmas is still just a future event for yeah. us, and we're wondering what it's going
1: to be like. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, what gifts are going to be under the tree?
0: Oh, yeah. I'm excited. <laughs> Woo. So, yeah, anyway, this will be coming out after Christmas, and so we're going to kind of talk about that, like maybe the more meaningful parts of the Christmas season, which we're right in right now, building up to Christmas. We're talking about Advent and like the coming of Christ and the Nativity, and I've heard Luke 2 probably probably 30 times in the past 10 days and yeah. it, and I'm loving it more every time I hear it. I'm like, mm-hmm. wow. Wow. Just, it's mind-boggling. So, that's kind of where we're at. Daniel, how's your week? I know you're just like rehearsal man right now getting all the rehearsals yeah. in order for all the Christmas productions here at church. And It's school. great. It's lively. It's very fun working with
1: people. Yeah. It's definitely an uptick and stuff, but it's just neat.
0: What about the home front. You got your tree up, got your lights up.
1: Yeah, I went and got a tree the other day. Put everything up. I'm actually ahead on my Christmas shopping Yay. quite a bit, and so I figured usually I'm wrapping presents Christmas Eve, but I think I'm going to wrap them all and put them under the tree. There you go. Yeah, before.
0: Yeah,
1: weeks out. What's today? I don't know. What does yeah. matter?
0: My wife is very early Christmas person. I mean, like Mm -hmm. November, she likes to be done, you know, but she has to deal with me being last-minute Christmas guy. So it's fun. We balance each other out. But we are getting done, seems like a little earlier this year. Mm -hmm. An added element that I'm having to figure out is, you know, as a Jeep driver, Jeep Wrangler driver, (laughs) there's an expectation that I decorate my Jeep. I did it a couple times. And so now people are saying, when are you going to decorate your Jeep? I'm like, man, you know, I just... Not feeling it this year, but I guess I'm going to have to decorate my Jeep because there's an expectation out there. You know, it's like when you do lights one year, really big, mm-hmm. you set the bar up there. Oh, yeah. And just, next year, better do it again. So
1: mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm growing just a little bit at a time. I don't know if I'd ever put anything on my car.
0: That's smart. Yeah. That's don't put antlers
1: on your car or whatever, those little faux furry antlers. No.
0: Yeah. Once you start something, folks are going to want it to continue. Good traditions. That's what we love about this time of year, the food, mm-hmm. the smells. Music, all that good stuff. But yeah, so talking about the more meaningful side of the holidays, because I don't know what Christmas was like for you. Hopefully it was a great time. Uh, sometimes it's hard for folks because it, you know of loss or just it's a time of year where everybody is supposed to be happy. And of course, the message of Christmas, the true meaning of the nativity, we should be happy or joyful is a better word because of the gift of Jesus to the world, to all who would receive. But, you know, thinking back on our holidays and times, the gifts are fun. Sometimes that can be such a big part of Christmas that it's almost like a letdown. You're like, wow, we put so much energy into buying all these gifts and it's just like paper everywhere, boxes everywhere, a stack of stuff, you know, I'm Mm -hmm. like, okay, versus like the time we spend together. And that's the more meaningful part of Christmas was that memory of us all doing that and laughing. And, you Mm -hmm. know, there are some more meaningful gifts. I mean, any gift is nice. I mean, gift cards, hey, who doesn't love a gift card, but compared to like a scrapbook or like a, now, nowadays, Shutterfly lets you make all this personal stuff, personalized mugs and stuff. So,
1: yeah, I know we won't be able to like give out gift ideas because it's coming out after Christmas, but it's kind of funny. I was thinking about this the other day because I was at a friend's house and we had a, a moment uh, to ourselves and we were planning, like, hey, what do I do next? And somebody was just like, ah, I want to hear some memories. Tell me your best Christmas memories. So everybody was sharing and I got to share a bunch of mine. I noticed that none of them had anything to do with gifts. It was just about moments with family. And if I did remember a gift, it was only a reminder of how much I was loved by my parents. You know, it wasn't about the gift. It was about acknowledging how loved and cared for I was. And that spanned gifts when I was younger and some when I was older. And each time I realized it had nothing to do with the gift. Yeah, it was just the fact that I was cared for, and, and even you're talking about Luke two, and it talks about Mary treasured all these things in her heart. I remember one of the uh, one year, all my mom's gifts, I gave her, uh, you know, the little to and from cards mm-hmm. that you put on the gift. Well, I just wrote a little note on each of them, and she tore those off, and she kept them all. Yeah. And that was the best part of her Christmas. It wasn't about the gifts I gave her; it was about the little notes on the cards that she loved so much. Yeah even though it's after Christmas and all the gifts have been opened and cleaned up and stuff like that, I know everyone is still in the holiday and still more than likely with family. And, you know, you you can still make it just as sweet. Like, it's still happening. Like, Christmas is still happening. You know, the holiday, the experience. And it's about how you spend time with one another and chestnuts roasting on an open fire and all that jazz. I know everybody does that.
0: Oh, yeah, for sure. (laughs) You know, this podcast is for anybody seeking to build disciples at home and together at church. And so I think stuff can really get in the way of building disciples. And by stuff, I mean things, the pursuit of more stuff. Mm -hmm. And that's not bad. I mean, we live in a culture where, sure, we got access to money, we have access to jobs, we have access to things. But when I think of Christmas, it does, like Daniel was just saying, uh, remind me that sometimes less is more. Mm-hmm. The gifts I do remember were, there was something I was excited about. It wasn't maybe all that expensive, but it was out of my reach. And yeah. it was that mm-hmm. one thing, you know, it was like that one mm-hmm. thing. It didn't have to be a lot. It didn't have to be all that expensive. It was just the thought that people cared to give me this one thing. Mm-hmm. And so I think over consumption can be a real bad habit in our culture where we just have to have the new and the next. I think holding out on stuff is good. Mm -hmm. Holding out on your kids and and saying you got to wait, you got to save up. Yeah. It's not now saying no to your kids. (laughs) Certainly won't kill them. In fact, it'll probably make them even more appreciative and have them stand out. Probably from the culture. It's tough when your kids say, well, all my friends have this or all my friends get to do this. Mm -hmm. That's not what you're about, what we're about. You know, it's like, hey, no, this is our standard. This is who we are. So a lot of that comes from spending that time together and building that value Mm -hmm. with each other. You know, we could talk about having a family mission statement and we have before, but I think you live your mission statement. Yeah. And like Daniel says, Christmas year round. In other words, we're celebrating Jesus in our home, whether things go good or whether they go bad, whether we're having Mm -hmm. a lot or not having a lot.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You can back off just like Paul can back off from putting Christmas decorations on his Jeep. He doesn't have to maintain that bar, but you know,
0: <laughs> well, that's true. <laughs> you know, and that's part of it is you want yeah, the people around you or your family, you want to have these things, but time together is more valuable. Time together. It really is. Think about the gifts you got and you were excited about
1: the gift. You're like, oh my gosh, this is awesome. But then your dad still had to open it for you and use his pliers to get, you know, loosen it from that weird twisty thingy or whatever and put the batteries in and are like, okay, let's go outside and do yeah. this together. Let's check it out. If what's his name in a Christmas story, if his dad went out there and showed him how to shoot that BB gun, he wouldn't have lost his eye. That's right. Or, or he didn't lose his eye, but you know, you know what I mean? When he yeah. broke his glasses or whatever. Right. But no, it's like, it's going out in the yard and doing something together with some gift. I mean, the gift is just the prompting of the time together I hope it's sweet still. hope it's still lingering in the air and hasn't deflated. It certainly shouldn't, right? Because just like you were talking about Jesus Christ, the reason for the season, it don't get old. I tell you what.
0: We were talking about this earlier. I was thinking about time together, how that's the most valuable thing. And that is the same with our relationship, our walk with the Lord is that he gives us these precious promises in the Bible, not just... To Mm -hmm. memorize, not just to say or to hear, but to really sit down and have time together, Mm. getting to know one another. I mean, that's what the nativity was all about. The coming of Christ was, I've heard it said before that, you know, almost like I saw a thing where like the magi were saying, we're going to see this bridge between heaven and earth we've heard about, you know, that there's Mm. this thing coming. And who knows how... Other people could have viewed the coming of God into the world, but for the believer, it is that bridge between Mm -hmm. God and man, where now we can have a real relationship and spend time getting to know each other. And that's the sweetest time you'll have.
1: Yeah. Yeah. God with us. Yeah. Took off glory and put on humanity. and, And I don't know. Yeah. Just spending time with the Lord. I saw some clip and it was recently and it was explaining how, Hey, you need to spend time with the Lord. He's like, you don't need to spend time with your friends who are spending time with the Lord or an author who's spending time with the Lord or, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Or listen to a pastor or something like that. All those things are good. Do those things. But if you're not spending time with the Lord and actually just sitting with Him, being with Him, whether how you do that, reading God's word or through prayer, worship, I mean, honestly, really just sitting there with him. Like, yeah, And, you know, listening to his voice, you know, the sheep hear his voice. And I tell you, in my own life, I feel it. I need to hear his voice again. I have to. There's a desperation happening right now, I think, for a lot of believers to hear him more clearly, hear him more. Yeah. And I, man, isn't that crazy? We've said this too before, like reading God's word or spending time with the Lord. It's the thing that simultaneously satisfies me. And leaves me hungry for more. At
0: the yeah. same time, you know, yeah, it's cool like that. Our pastor, who's been here forty-one years, forty-two years, almost preaching from the same Bible all those years, said just the other day in staff meeting how he's almost looking at his Bible saying, "Is this new, Lord?" I mean, <laughs> yeah, did you change it? Because I don't see that last time. You know, going through the Nativity for the forty-second yeah. time, teaching that to the same congregation, and realizing more and more. And more, and you know, this year for me, just some devotions I've read remind me of how cool it is that <laughs> Jesus came into the world to a poor maiden and her mm-hmm. betrothed, another poor dude, mm-hmm. you know, in a manger, versus being born in a bed of gold in a palace with kings and queens that I wouldn't relate to, mm. but I can relate to Jesus coming the way He came. I can relate to Him in His suffering. And in his pain, everything about him is just so personal. There's no reason not to spend time with him. The enemy might try to trick you with distraction and busyness and maybe shame. But no, there's no condemnation for those who are in Christ. So, I mean, just draw near and get personal with him. You won't regret it. You don't need more stuff.
1: It doesn't, like, I'm just thinking, again, the parallels between Christmas. Because, you know, your mom and dad give you a gift, and it's because they've been paying attention. And they know what you want mm. and you open it and you feel the elation of, I was given this thing and I feel valued and loved by my parents. And, and I was, yeah. again, this is God giving his son for humanity to humanity. Oh man, we're just so known and loved. And like, that, that is the salvation that is eternal life is knowing and being known by God,
0: I like that relationship. And it's just cool. It's just neat, man. He'll show it too. That's the thing about yeah. spending time not every day, maybe not every week, but there are times when I consistently spend time with him where all of a sudden I say, wow, that -hmm. was so personal. Yeah. He did that. There's no other explanation for it. Just, he did that. Yeah. No coincidences out there. It was just too big for a coincidence even, you know, Mm -hmm. but that only happens in that personal when you spend no time. Hey man,
1: it's good. The next episode will be in the new year and so we wish you and your family a Merry Christmas and a Happy Holidays and a Happy New Year. And I pray that you're spending it with each other and really enjoying this time. And even though it can be, ew, sometimes we can get prickly around each other, but hopefully forgiving and grace-filled and just really enjoying the holidays enjoying our time with the Lord. Thank you guys for tuning in. As always, man, we just appreciate it. Hopefully this is valuable to you, even as brief as it was. We got a phone number, 629 888 30 Five six call and leave us a voicemail or text. Anchored at harpscrossing.com is our email. You can leave us a suggestion. We'd love to hear from you. And as always, stay anchored. Steve
0: podcast
1: Productions.